0: It's the holiday season. I don't know about y'all. I have no idea how we got to the holidays. Didn't this year just start? I feel like we say this every year, like the year just flew by. Let's face it. The holidays can be super fun, magical, so many exciting things to look forward to but they can also be a season full of stress. It can be a difficult season where old traumas and dealing with difficult family members make it really hard to navigate. Not to mention with all of these parties and events and planning and decorating and gift giving and meal cooking for Thanksgiving, all of the things... Although they might be really fun, it can also be really stressful too. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you tips for managing your stress so you can stress less this holiday season and actually enjoy it. So let's get right into it. the first tip I have for you for managing stress this season is to start by shifting your mindset. If someone asks you how you're doing and you're like, oh, just trying to get through the holidays or just trying to make it through December, that is your wake-up call to take a step back and check yourself. Because if this is your mindset, that's how you're going to show up to everything. It's the vibe you're going to be giving off to your friends and your family. And if you're just surviving and you have this negative outlook about the holiday season, you're not going to see or Find the joy in the holidays. Don't get me wrong, I get it. Like, holidays can be stressful and they can bring up past traumas and difficult feelings, especially when you bring family into the mix. It can be a lot. So, I get the urge to want to be like, man, I just want to get this over with. Like, I don't want to have to see my mom or whatever. But holidays can be both. And that's the thing I want to emphasize to not look at the holiday season as so black and white. Like it doesn't have to be only joyful and magical. And it's like elf 24 seven where you're just living in the North Pole and it's just drinking hot chocolate and holding hands and (laughs) watching Christmas movies all day. That's not reality. But at the same time, The holidays, even if they do come with stressful things and difficult situations, they can still be joyful as well. So I urge you to find both in the holidays, especially if you're feeling some anxiety or feeling some stress. Just try to focus on the joy in the season, especially if you're someone who tends to focus on the negative. My challenge to you is to try to find the joy, try to find the silver lining and allow yourself to hold space for both emotions. Stressful ones and joyful ones. Also, just remember the reason for the season, right? Like we can get so zoned into how we're feeling in the moment that we forget to zoom out and remember what the holidays are all about, right? Like it's a time for celebration and joy and time spent with loved ones, even if it's the family that you choose. And if you're a Christian, you know, it's celebrating the real meaning of Christmas and all of that can get so lost in the hustle and bustle and the stress of the holidays. So that's the first tip I have for you to kind of set the stage for this episode is to just shift your mindset. The next tip for stressing less this holiday season is to evaluate your priorities for this season. So I want you to consider, and you can even take some time to journal about this, and evaluate how much energy and free time you have this holiday season. And I like to say this a lot, like there is a season for everything, right? There's a season for planting, reaping, sowing. Same is true for the actual holiday season. So do you have any big life events happening this year? Like, are you moving? Are you getting married? Do you have a really big work project you've been working on? And it's really important to consider these things because if you are in a season where there's like this really big thing happening, you may not have as many resources, time, money to dedicate to things this holiday season and that's okay. What I don't want you to do is hold yourself to the same standard as years where you aren't moving across the country or launching a course that you've been working on all year or you're not like saving for a big wedding or whatever it may be. And so I think it's really important to ask yourself what this holiday season is going to look like relative to the season of life you were in. There's going to be years where you're just able to do more. Maybe you don't have as much on your plate. Um, So is this season about doing, resting, or reflecting? You know, if this is a season where you want to do things, make a lot of memories because you have an empty calendar and just – extra free time, then you can fill that with fun stuff. It's okay to say yes to a few extra things. But if you are in a really busy season, you know, it's important that you reflect so you can make intentional choices so that you're, you're not responding reactively and saying yes to every invitation that is thrown your way. Or in years past, maybe you've been someone who has just been in go, 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 go mode and doing all the fun things. And now you're in a season of life where like doing less and being pre- present is more what you need to fill your cup this season. And so every year, every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every Halloween doesn't have to look exactly the same. Perfect example, I just moved to Georgia from Louisiana and I also got divorced. So this is my second year co-parenting where, you know, life looks a lot different than it did. And so if I went into the holiday season with the exact same expectations as I had when I was married and not living in separate states or whatever, it, it's going to set yourself up for disappointment. And so allowing yourself that flexibility and that grace that, you know what, it's okay if I can't do as much this year because I have all of these other things on my plate. And maybe next year you can decide, okay, last year was a really busy season. I was in the startup stage of my business. And so next year, I'm really going to make it a priority to work less during the holidays. Having that give and take and reflecting and being intentional is so important before you head into the holiday season because so much of how we feel and our emotions is built upon expectations that we have. And the best thing that we can do to not create a feeling of unmet expectations or disappointment is to manage those expectations to begin with. Okay, so once you've evaluated what season of life you're in for this holiday season, I want you to make a list of like three-ish festive activities you want to do for each holiday. And I say three-ish because that's going to depend on, again, your season of life, how much energy and time. You have or want to dedicate to each holiday. And some holidays might be more important to you than others. I say three-ish because that is what I find to be a good number for me to not feel overwhelmed with the amount of things to cram into a holiday. But at the same time, it makes me feel like if I do three-ish things per holiday – then the holiday isn't just flying by and then I feel sad that I didn't get to do anything for a holiday. So it's kind of that nice sweet spot to make a list of things that you want to do. So for example. It's October, so maybe for Halloween, something that's really important to you is to do, like, family costumes. Maybe you hand make your costumes. If that's something that is important to you, then put that on your list. Um, maybe you have a family tradition of going to a certain pumpkin patch or going to your kids, you know, character parade or fall festival, whatever it may be. The reason I want you to pick three is because you can't say yes to everything, right? You can do anything but not everything. And so many of us, we feel guilty if we don't say yes to everything that is sent our way. And so when you identify... Out of all of the 15 things that you could do for Halloween and you pick your three that are at the top of your list, it allows you to release that burden of guilt when you say no to the costume party, when you say no to the work invitation. An example for Christmas, like let's say the three things that are important to you is hosting your annual Christmas party at your home or taking your kids to see the Polar Express every year or going to see Christmas lights in your neighborhood. If that's the case, then empower yourself to say no to the other things like Secret Santa gift exchanges or work parties or sending Christmas cards. You don't even have to send Christmas cards every year. My son is seven years old and it took me this long to finally release the guilt to be like, you know what? Some years I just don't have it in me <laughs> to send out the Christmas cards and there's nothing worse than receiving a bunch of Christmas cards when you had every intention of sending out Christmas cards and you realize oh crap I think I'm a little bit too late and I don't think I'm going to get a chance to do it like nobody's going to die if you don't send out Christmas cards. Like nobody's going to be like, "Mm, I haven't heard from Monica this year. She must not be doing well because I didn't get a Christmas card from her. Like nobody is going to realize it. (laughs) And that's what I want to empower you with this episode is that like, it's okay if you don't do all the things. Like this is an episode that is going to sh- tell you how to rearrange your to-do list and your schedule so you can make all the things happen. That's not how you manage the stress. Managing the stress is letting go of the things that you can't do and accepting what you can and what you choose to do. Super tangible activity you can do for this step is to break out your journal and just write the name of the holiday at the top of the sheet, right? Christmas. Christmas. And write a list of everything you could do, everything that you could participate, all the parties, all of the invitations, all of the events, all the activities, all of the things, and highlight what is most important, what is most fun, what is most meaningful for you to do. And that is going to allow you to let go of those other things. Once you've highlighted and identified what those priorities are, I want you to go to your schedule and your calendar and schedule in those events. Because as you know, there's only so many weekends you have available during the holiday season and they fill up really quickly. So fill them with what matters most rather than reactively saying yes before you have something on the calendar. So many of us are guilty of this. We look at the calendar and we're like, oh, well, I don't have anything going on that weekend. So yeah, sure, I'll come to your party or yeah, sure. I'll volunteer at school. And then later down the road, you're like, oh, but I really wanted to make this family memory or, you know, bake Christmas cookies this weekend. But I said yes to volunteering at school. And so now I don't have time to do this family tradition, like that's what we don't want to happen. And so scheduling those activities beforehand, like now before we get into November and December is going to prevent that from happening. And you'll be able to, as those requests and those opportunities for things come up, pull out your journal and see your list and reevaluate before saying yes, whether that aligns with the things that are most important for you to do this holiday season. So you're finally ready to start doing the work. The only problem, you have no clue where to start or what to do. That's where the Choosing to Heal community comes in. It's like a cozy virtual hangout where you can connect with others who actually get it. With our book club, step-by-step resources, and built-in accountability check-ins, you'll feel seen, validated, and supported every step of the way. And you'll gain exclusive access to my live podcast discussion where you can come chat with me and ask questions about anything we talk about here on the podcast. It's time to say goodbye to feeling stuck, alone and overwhelmed and hello to the tribe you didn't know you needed. Visit slash community or head to the show notes in the description of this episode to learn more. The next tip I have for you once you've identified what your three-ish priorities are for each holiday is to work backwards. So once you've decided and scheduled in your holiday activities, work backwards with any prep work that's needed. So for example, Let's say you wrote sending out Christmas cards as one of the things you really want to do this year. Like you really want to get updated family pictures because you haven't had them updated in five years. And that's something that you just really want to do this year. Well, sending out Christmas cards on a Saturday in December isn't going to cut it because there's so many things that go into making that thing happen. Sending out Christmas cards requires you to book a photo shoot if you want to get updated photos. It requires you to then plan your outfits. If you don't have existing outfits, you're going to have to go shopping for the outfits. Then you're going to have to order the Christmas cards. And then you're going to have to send out the Christmas cards. So as you can see, this one activity on your list, sending out Christmas cards, is actually a five-step process. So I want you to work backwards from each of your things that you want to do. And each of those line items, you know, booking the photo shoot, planning your outfits, shopping for the outfits, ordering the Christmas cards, fill that into your calendar too. Because if those things don't get done, then the thing you want to do won't get done either. This is the part that gets overlooked so much and that can cause so much stress and overwhelm because we just didn't anticipate all all of these extras that crop up. Another perfect example, Thanksgiving. Like it's a huge day. I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays and it's been my tradition for the past five years. I've cooked the turkey. So it's a really special honor. Every single year I use the exact same recipe. I take a picture of me brining the turkey with the recipe every single year in my kitchen, no makeup on two days before Thanksgiving. But as you know, Thanksgiving isn't just a day on the calendar. It requires so much advanced planning. You have to know everything that you want to serve, what types of food, not just the turkey, beyond the turkey. So it requires coordinating with other family members who are maybe helping contribute or bringing foods, right? So once you create the menu, asking people what they're able to bring and then making a shopping list. So, okay, if you're making the casserole, figure out all the things that are required and then go shopping for those items. On Thanksgiving day, I literally have to create a time schedule for the oven. (laughs) You know, 6 a.m. the turkey goes in and then at 8 a.m. And the second oven is when the stuffing goes in and the mashed potatoes. And while that's in the oven, that's when we're going to be prepping the salad or whatever it may be. Also, don't forget to plan the things that make the holidays special and magical for you. And this is the difference between surviving the holidays and just getting through it. Like, okay, I fed my family to making it a special memory. I'm not saying you need to go spend thousands of dollars buying new decorations every year, but put it on your to-do list. This Saturday, I'm gonna go up into the attic and bring down the Christmas decorations so I have them able to put up. Taking that extra time to do those special magical things like hanging Christmas lights, that's going to make a big difference in how you remember the holidays. So make sure to put things like that that are important to you. Like you may not care at all about decorations, but I'm just saying like if you have memories of a blue Christmas tree every year, then make sure that you are carving out time to pull down those blue Christmas lights if you need a new Christmas tree or you go cut a fresh one down, like put that on your calendar too so you're not just like barely getting through what needs to be done because what is magical to you is going to vary. Like what's magical to me about the holidays is going to be totally different than what's special and magical to you. So consider that as well when you're working backwards from each of these activities that you want to do to break them down into smaller little things that you can then schedule as well into your calendar. The last tip I have for you to manage your stress level this season is to make decisions that are best for your. Family. Let's be real. The holidays can be so tricky with family. Not everyone is blessed with the perfect family that has no conflict. Family can be full of strained relationships and expectations and guilt trips and all of these things. And so there might be a lot of pressure to say yes to things that you don't want to do. Or you may have family members who place a lot of pressure on you to do things that are outside of your means or interests or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. But what is most important at the end of the day is you and your family and the family that you are choosing to build going forward. Even if you're a grown adult, it can be really hard to say no to your mom or your grandma or whoever it may be. Those are the people that it's hardest to set boundaries with are those who are close to us. So it can be very easy to people-please during the holidays to prevent conflict, to avoid conflict, to make everyone else happy, to not piss off my dad, whatever. And so I just want to encourage you and empower you that it's okay to say no and to put your own family first. Because at the end of the day, those are the people that you're building a life with now going forward. And you also want to model to your children that their well-being comes before making everyone else happy. Because if they see you saying yes to everybody else and throwing your own plans out the door, or maybe they're asking you to fly across the country and you don't really have the means to do it. And your kids are going to like be miserable in the car or on the plane. Like it's okay to protect the well-being of the holidays and say, you know what, that's not going to work well for my family this year. And that is okay. You don't have to emulate or copy what everyone else is doing just because the Smiths have a house that look like the Griswolds doesn't mean that spending thousands of dollars at Home Depot and and spending an entire week putting up Christmas lights is what's best for your family. Putting up a Charlie Brown tree and saving that money and playing board games inside while drinking hot chocolate can bring even more joy to your family as spending the entire week laboring away, putting up Christmas lights. Well, maybe to their family, that is what makes them happy. More isn't better. There is no magic recipe to like do these things and you will have a fantastic, amazing, magical holiday. There's just no such thing. (laughs) You get to decide what that is and what that looks like for you. Dang, like if you have people in your family or friends or neighbors or you know, Facebook, you on social media, you can look to the left and look to the right and see what everybody else is doing, how extravagant their holiday seems, how many parties they're going to, like what they're buying everybody else. And it can cause such extreme feelings of FOMO or like you're not doing enough for the holidays. You do not have to replicate that for your family and your own kids. You don't even have to replicate what was done for you as a kid. You get to decide how you want to spend the holidays. So maybe you grew up with a family who just went completely overboard. Like maybe gift giving was like the way that your family showed love, but you didn't really like have any special memories. It was just like through gifts that the holidays were all about That doesn't mean that you have to do that for your kids. You can very well choose to spend nothing on Christmas and spend the entire time giving and volunteering or or whatever, making memories. You're not killing your family name or you're not ruining a family tradition if you don't carry on the exact same things that you did as a kid. Now, on the flip side of that, you may have had fantastic childhood memories and you do want to recreate those memories and pass them on to your kids and your the next generation. And that's amazing and magical in its own way. But again, the whole point being you get to pick and choose what those things are and you get to leave things in the past if they no longer serve you or they don't serve your family and you get to choose what you want to add in and what you want to prioritize as a family as well. The last and final message I have for you, and I'm going to keep this one super short and sweet, but I want to share it with you because it's made the biggest impact in how I view the holidays now, especially as a co-parent and someone who is divorced and comes from a blended family. Having a now blended family is that holidays aren't a date. They are when you are together. And this was so meaningful and impactful for me because I became so heartbroken when I realized that I may not have my child on the day of the exact holiday, like splitting up holidays between a co-parent isn't exactly the most ideal situation. In fact, it can be one of the biggest fears for why people don't want to get a divorce when maybe it's for the best is that fear of like ruining quote unquote family traditions or, oh gosh, I don't want to ruin my kids' memories of the holidays. And it can become quite depressing and heavy. And I remember reading this somewhere and it was from a family, a blended family. And she had said her dad instilled in her that, you know what, Christmas isn't December 25th. Christmas is when we're together. Thanksgiving is when we were sitting at the table eating together. I have goosebumps. Literally, I wish you could zoom in and see the goosebumps on my arms because once you are empowered with that mindset and you realize that, your kids aren't going to remember whether you celebrated Christmas on the 24th or the 25th or the 27th. All they're going to remember is those memories with you. They're going to remember the smile on your face. They're going to remember your warm presence. That is what truly matters. So I don't want you to get caught up on these things that are so easy to get caught up on that in the grand scheme of things, aren't what truly matters most. There's so many things that we can find to stress out about, and I just don't want you to stress about the small stuff. All right, my friends, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope that you feel empowered to go into this holiday season prioritizing what truly matters, that you get to make intentional choices and coordinate a schedule that allows you to spend this holiday season in a magical way that brings you and your family tons of joy. From my family to yours, I wish you nothing but a happy holiday season.